You're listening to episode 72 of Daughters on Fire with Robin Arab and Melissa Burton. In today's episode, we talk about how to set boundaries around communication when you are on vacation. So as caregivers, it's important to get away from time to time. And by getting away, sometimes that means being completely incommunicado. But what happens if an emergency comes up? How do you determine if you need to be notified when that happens? So we're going to dive into all the little nuances around communication while on vacation. And we hope you walk away with some insight and definitely some conversation starters to talk about before you on vacation so that you can enjoy it as much as you possibly can. So stay tuned. Are you stressed, burned out, and looking for answers as you care for an aging parent? If you are, this podcast is for you. Here you will receive actionable advice from seasoned professionals, validation and compassion for the incredibly tough job you are doing, and most importantly, supportive love from a community of like-minded warriors. You're not alone. Join this powerful community as we support you on your complicated journey and help you transform into an empowered and calmer caregiver. Okay, well, welcome back. Robin, once again, I'm going to have you kick us off. What do we have on tap for today's conversation? Well, I think this is very appropriate. We are in the midst of summer and lots of folks are going on vacation, especially since our world is opening up. They're going out of town and spending some time with their family, probably much needed relaxing time, whether it be from your caregiving duties or just from everything that's been going on in the past year, work, your children, it's time to go to vacation. So we all have that sort of fear or lack of comfort in going on vacation when we are caregiving for someone. What if an emergency happens? What what do we do? So I want to talk about having the conversation with your family members regarding, do you want to be contacted when you're on vacation? Will you come back from vacation? If you will come back from vacation, in what situations? And and this is, this came to the forefront because a friend of mine is going out of the country and she's going with another friend. So they both have paid for the vacation individually. And her conversation was, I don't think it's fair to my friend if I have to come back because she would come back with me. Mm -hmm. So we talked it through and my advice was you need to talk to your family member, say exactly, say exactly what you want them to know about what you're doing. Don't allow them to sway you, talk you through it. You think about it, you make the decision and then you go. So in what circumstances do you want to be contacted? You know, um, I went on a cruise one time. Don't know if I'll do that again. Maybe we'll (laughs) see. But I went on a cruise. And what was very interesting was it seemed like almost immediately onto the cruise. And I I think this is true for anybody because you get into international waters and stuff no cell phone service. You know, I, 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 I didn't even, I think it was a financial reason. I didn't check it at all. Um, And so I was totally unplugged. If anything 
would have happened. They knew where I was, you know, I mean, like a dire emergency. Everybody knew how to reach me. I was checking it every now and then, but it was off. So that was kind of a nice benefit to going on this one trip. But, you know, most of the times, especially if you're not traveling internationally, you're going to have your cell phone right there connected to you the whole time, whether it's text or whether it's like a quick phone call. So not only is it an emergency situation, but are you going to be available for the caregiver to say, oh, your mom just asked where this is. Can you tell us where this, you know, where to find blah, blah, blah. Are you even going to stay connected even on the minor situations? Well, and you bring up a good point. Years ago, we as a family started going out of the country to vacation because my husband owns a restaurant Mm -hmm. and nobody could reach us internationally. That's not the case anymore. But we did that because you had to could, run far, far away. Right. To get, he, to he, had, <laughs> he could totally unplug. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have Wi-Fi, you can connect somehow, but you're right. And even if you go on vacation and you decide I'm not going to take my phone, I'm going to leave it in the room or do whatever. You're still coming back that night and you're looking to see what's going on. So you're mm-hmm. not totally unplugged. So, and, and, and just to inter- or interject here, just quickly, it's not just if you set the boundaries and people are contacting you, it's also you reflecting on your internal boundaries. And if you're going to engage, it could be a group text that really you don't have to read and you don't have to engage. And you find that, Oh, I can't help myself. I have to get involved in the situation from 500 miles away. Right. And that's why I told her, you decide yourself what you can live with. And, you know, my thought is, one, if your loved one has passed away, there's not a thing you can do. You rushing back is not making any, any difference. You, you, you haven't said goodbye. You, you, you've missed that window. What, you're going to rush back to plan a funeral? And any more funerals, is, which we learned with COVID, can be months Mm-hmm. ahead of t- or behind t- after they've passed because we weren't able to have memorials and funerals and things like that so as I, I put it to her they, they can hold her body until you get back and then you go forward from there well but- and in part of that too um I'll let you jump right back into it but part of that is emotionally how are you going to be if that happens on the trip is it really going to change the mood of the trip Right. Well, and that's the thing. If somebody contacts you and says, hey, we're going to wait, but she's dead. Well, Mm -hmm. now you're grieving. Mm -hmm. And all you really want to do is get back to be with your loved ones. But if you don't know, you don't have you don't have to think about that. So you've had your relaxing vacation, you get to go back and then deal with all the emotions and, and things that are going on. So are you saying that she could tell the family members of don't contact me? I I am, I am unavailable until I get back. So even if it happens during the trip, wait until I get back to tell me that it happens. Yes. Yes. 100%. And also the thought of, because I was asking her, because I knew that the sibling would contact me and Mm -hmm. say, what do you think she wants? So before she left, I just verified with her, even if they call me and say she's actively dying, do you want to know? 
Mm-hmm. And her response was no, that she said goodbye to her. I mean, she visited her before she went on the vacation. She has no regrets of anything. And she said, no, I, I really, that would not be what I want. And, you know, I want to flip that around because I learned this years, I mean, years ago from a friend had said that her, their family made the decision because, you know, often crises happen late at night, in the middle of the night, your loved one might have a heart situation, they've been taken to the hospital, and their family all agreed that there's not a thing anybody can do in the middle of the night. So allow your family members to get a good night's sleep because it might be many nights ahead of you that you're not going to sleep and don't tell people till the morning, but you know, that's our knee jerk. Our knee jerk is, Oh my gosh, mom had an incident. I got to call all the siblings. we got to get to the hospital. So what you're saying, I just want to be clear here is one, the primary emergency contact is with them in the hospital, but then like, like maybe the out of town siblings or anybody who wasn't the first point of contact does not necessarily have to be woken up in the middle of the night. Exactly. If something happens, like you can call them instead of at 2 a.m., you can wait and call them at, you know, 7 a.m. Right. Because well, it's stabilized. My mother, oh gosh, it's been probably 20, 20, 30 years ago, had a heart situation. They took her to the hospital. They called me at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Had no other information other than she's at the hospital. Well, I'm up the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm up worrying about, do I need to fly up there? Uh, is she alive? Is she dead? What are the doctor? You know, all of that, that I could have been sleeping through until the morning when they, somebody had answers for me. Mm-hmm. But it is our knee jerk to reach out to our loved ones. And that's why I'm saying have the conversation. I'm not saying don't do this. Right. I'm saying choose for yourself what you want and have that conversation with everybody in the family. Right. And I think it's people don't like having these conversations um, before time. Oh, you're so morbid. Oh, why do you want to just talk about the bad stuff? And, but if you don't have the conversations, you don't have a choice when it happens. Now it's, it's going to be to each his own and people would be like, well, you know, I'm okay being woken up at 2 a.m. I'd rather just wait right. and see how things play out than have all these conversations beforehand. Well, I think that's an indicator of where you are on your journey. If you're relatively you're right. into the, like new to the journey, then you probably mm-hmm. want to just enjoy the, the hopeful expectations that it's all going to be okay. And that, that you'll just figure it out as it goes. I think when you're three, four, five years in, and you've had several of these uh, midnight calls that were scary, and then they stabilized. And, you know, you've been on this roller coaster ride for a while, or you're nearing end of life, where you've long since said goodbye to the really the mom that you knew, or the dad that you knew your loved one that you knew, and that you're there, um, loving them, but not engaging with them nearly as much. And then you decide for respite or for whatever reason that you're going to go on a trip, that trip and that time away becomes sacred time. It's the time that you rejuvenate yourself in order to get back to your, your love and with your duty, which is love of caregiving. You need that time away and unplugged. So that's why, even though, especially if you are earlier on in this, or you're proactively thinking about this, this may sound a little callous, but when you are in the throes 
of this caregiving journey and the the burden, the caregiving burden, then this is not a callous decision. This is this is like self-preservation. Right. And and this particular friend, what was interesting is when her father passed away, she was also on vacation. Mm. But her mother was left behind. So at that point, she wanted to be contacted because she wanted to be there for her mother. Mm-hmm. At this point, this is the last parent. And so, so let me guess, it, she had to totally upset her vacation and go to be with her mom. She did. She came back early. So, so in many ways, she's like, it's happened before. So I better <laughs> think about it this time. Well, and that's why we sort of struck up the conversation is, do you want this to happen again? Mm-hmm. But then she didn't want to, which was early on in the caregiving journey. And there were other situations. This time, it's a totally different situation. So she doesn't want to be contacted. So it is situational. It's not one and done. It's like everything in the whole caregiving journey, it's all very fluid. Mm-hmm. It can change from day to day what you want, what you expect. But I think the point that I, I just want to get across is whether it be on vacation or during the middle of the night or whatever situation, taking your, your child, you're, you're in the sandwich generation, taking your child off to college or whatever, mm-hmm. do you want to be contacted and you need to make your wishes known? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the- it's very, very valid and something we don't think through. Well, and think about, you were talking about the self-preservation. Um, now we have the ability, if we have email and work and everything on our phones, we have the ability to turn that off. Mm-hmm. Some people can do it. Some people can't. So it's the same thing. You make that decision beforehand when you say to your boss, I will be available by phone or I won't. So don't mm-hmm. contact me. So it's exactly the same. You can, you have to turn it off at some point. And you brought up a really good um, point. You touched on it a little bit, but if it was a special occasion, like taking your child off to college, their graduation, a wedding, there are other people's lives and milestones that are very, very important to them that you being involved in that is extremely important. So you need to really like you said, have a conversation and think of the trade-offs and prioritize in order to meet the highest need in that moment. And if, if your highest need in that moment is that you're on call for your loved one, then whoever else's special day it is needs to be aware that that is your priority or vice Mm -hmm. versa. So yeah, I mean, how tragic is it if you didn't think through these things and then you were, you know, rushing back in a, a, a um, vacation where you're abroad and your best friend that's there with you, her vacation was totally ruined as well because you didn't think to have the conversation ahead of time. So I love that what you're saying. Yeah, they're, they're hard conversations, but they are very, very important ones. So very good topic. Well, and just in closing, I think too, it, it helps with resentment. Mm-hmm. So if the person who's left behind is dealing with this and they're saying, oh, you know, she's off on vacation, you knew ahead of time. It's not like it was a slap in the face. She's not coming back. The conversation was had, you know, what you need to do. And it, it nips that, res- you know, resentment in the bud. Now, whether it carries on or not, it is 
family situations and all of that. But when you talk through things through, you communicate, everybody's on the same page. Right. And they can change their plans if they decide it's not worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very good topic, Robin. Another one for people to um, think about as they move forward on their caregiving journey. All right, folks. Until next time. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and ask that you subscribe to this podcast. If you find this podcast helpful, please leave a review so we can reach more women like you. You are not alone on your journey and the Fire Tribe is here to support you. Check us out at DaughtersOnFire.com and our Facebook group for more support and resources. Until next time, remember, you are the fire that fuels the engine of life.